0: with clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events.
2: Tune in for a balanced view
0: of the
1: other side of the news.
0: Good morning, good night and good evening. My name is Timothy Saunders, I'm one of your co-hosts on this 28th edition of The Other Side of the News. I'm speaking to you this morning from an emerald peninsula surrounded by a sapphire sea on the Aegean coastline in southwest Turkey, which for many of you is situated on the other side of this vibrant planet. I will soon be joined by our co-host and producer, Kintia, who remains an inmate in the Covid lockdown state of California together with co-host and researcher Anetta Driscoll, who has this week managed to escape to Ohio. This show is entitled Punch and Judy. Apparently Albert Einstein once said the definition of insanity is to repeat an act with the expectation of differing outcomes. In light of increasingly conflicting information emerging from both mainstream and social media, where the very reasons used by the minority to introduce these draconian COVID-19 lockdown measures continue to erode day by day. Insanity may indeed be the prerequisite in order to believe the information we are now being presented with. If no good reasons remain to validate this pandemic, then surely heads should roll. Well, that is one what one would expect. So far, the heads which are rolling are unfortunately not the guilty ones who devise, enforce, profit from, and currently attempt to remain tyrannical over us, but the brave people who speak out the truth, often against their peers and frequently at great risk of losing their jobs or worse. These whistleblowers targeted by the minority are literally being evaporated from mainstream and social media. As we have discussed many times before, these desperate measures are a brutal reaction in response to the ongoing Great Awakening and realisation of literally thousands of doctors and medical practitioners and millions of people around the world, that this pandemic is unfounded. Which brings us to the question, how much longer can these badly interpreted and even false statistics be used to fuel the fear within the remaining masses? When I started researching our acclaimed guest's background in more detail this week, I was horrified and disgusted at the evidence of the widespread carpet bombing of her career, presumably inflicted by Big Pharma and the mainstream medical fraternity. Two things instantly came to mind. Firstly, we should offer our guest a very warm welcome. And secondly, I really want to learn what she had done to become so popular. Keith, please play sanders at A. This is Mickey Willis's introduction to his
1: recent documentary, *Pandemic Part One*. Dr. Judy Mikovits has been called one of the most accomplished scientists of her generation. Her 1991 doctoral thesis revolutionized the treatment of HIV/AIDS. At the height of her career, Dr. Mikovits published a blockbuster article in the journal *Science*. The controversial article sent shockwaves through the scientific community as it revealed that the common use of animal and human fetal tissues were unleashing devastating plagues of chronic diseases. For exposing their deadly secrets, the minions of Big Pharma waged war on Dr. Mikovits, destroying her good name, career, and personal life. Now, as the fate of nations hang in the balance, Dr. Mikovits is naming names of those behind the plague of corruption that places all human life in danger. That was a sound
0: excerpt from Plandemic Part 1 a must-see production by Elevate. You can find the link in our guest section below the show banner. It is apparent to me that we live in a world where the majority of us reside inside our own individual sphere of knowledge and experience. While the outer surface interfaces with the real world, the inner surface of each of our spheres is coated with an array of icons that trigger our programming and connect to our memories which in turn draws on a limited but constantly evolving library of socially acceptable knee-jerk reactions and understandings. These are the fundamental tools used in combination with our senses to create our perception of life. All of us navigate through our life's journey according to our perception. Epigenetics validates this. However, it seems many people are living more under the spell of their programming than a free thought. To take this thought detour a little further, I wonder how many people have been compromised or, or even hacked, hypnotized and conditioned to follow their programs more than most of us are even aware of. Without a free thought to jolt them out of their hypnotic rat race, many reside in this zombie state, freely accepting these draconian measures. For those who are compromised, let's just imagine for a moment that some of the fundamental understandings we base our reality on are, in fact, very different than what we were taught at school and continue to be guided by mainstream and social media. What if the heads of state don't actually run the country? What if the government is not actually here to serve us? What if the main goal of esteemed medical establishments and hospitals are not to heal us? These are some fundamental questions that I believe should be debated, especially considering the predicted second case-demic wave upon us. And because there is a new epidemic, namely election fever. I very much look forward to hearing our guests' perspective regarding this awakening process, all with a view to illuminate the best path to lead us to a positive outcome. You may find us at www.theothersideofmidnight.com. Click on the other side of the news in the drop-down menu, or kindly scroll down to tonight's white, the other side of the news show banner. There you will see details for this show, quick links to our bios, as well as links to our show items, references, and selected research. As usual, there is a huge collection of information to read, watch, and listen to, most of which has been hand-picked from independent sources. I urge you to watch them, and even download copies of them, sooner than later, as the censorship robots working around the clock to rewrite our history in real time as we positively encourage our listeners to co-create a better future you will find the call in telephone number below tonight's banner if you have a relevant question or perhaps would like to share an important observation please dial plus one if you're outside of north america followed by nine one seven eight eight nine eight eight zero two. you will come through to our sound engineer in the control tower keith morgan who will guide you to the appropriate entry point in our conversation. We will take your calls in the last 45 minutes of this two-hour show after we have laid out the foundations of our discussion. During the last seven revolutions, we have once again seen many remarkable events in the the news. To discuss each topic and to present each one in correct context could easily fill up the show by itself. Now, apart from Trump being reported to be a new member of the C-19 Club, I believe it will be more productive to invest our airtime with our guest. Despite the initial unpleasant realization of the truth, you will see there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is an increasing number of respected journalists, writers, politicians, doctors, lawyers, influencers, and activists who are wide awake and are already making great impact. All they require from you is to unplug from mainstream and social media propaganda to make your own independent research, to stop acquiescing, and to stand up for what you believe in with respect to others. Our guest, Judy Mikovits, is such an individual. I look forward to her joining us very shortly. Good evening, Kinthia. Good evening, Annette. How is the Golden Slams week? And uh, how was your evening. trip, Annette? Uh,
3: well, I'll, I guess I'll speak. Um, my trip, well, I'm in Ohio. And um, I really, as as I spoke before, I was really uh, a little anxious about flying across country and uh, the mask issue and all that. So I will report that uh, after 10 and a half hours, what before was a four and a half hour flight, and four airports later, I did make it. And in general, I would say that uh, the whole event was not that much of an event. In other words, I... I didn't wear a mask at the airport. I did, interestingly enough, have to wear one going up through security. And then when they check your ID, they asked me to remove my mask so they could identify who I was, which is which is really interesting because, as far as I know, every state has a law on the books that says you can't wear a mask. It's illegal to wear a mask in public for the reasons of not being able to identify one. So you know, this is this is kind of like uh, another another like this doesn't make sense thing. There's tons of them to count. Anyway, got through that, got through the security um, and uh, removed the mask and um, got on the flight. And the first two flights were pretty much non-eventful. I, I, you know, uh, peacefully ate uh, a whole bunch of almonds and raisins and egg sandwiches because I didn't want to have that mask on. And really nobody cared. I was alone in a, in a whole aisle and it was okay. But I knew something was amiss when I got to Nashville and the gate attendant was going on and on and on about masks and what was qualified and what wasn't and blah, blah, blah. And then I got on the flight from Nashville to Columbus, Ohio, and it was luckily it was a 49-minute flight because it was a nightmare. There was a mask Nazi, and uh, I came onto the flight with a mask on. She told me that it wasn't on correctly. I told her that that was the way I was going to be wearing my mask. And, you know, we went back and forth and I won't go into all the details, but basically I let her know that uh, unless she'd like to be served with notice of liability, I wasn't going to be changing and she was going to be letting me on the flight. And she, although she did not um, harass me uh, the rest of the flight, she did harass pretty much everyone else in the flight. And the thing that really just drove me nuts was her constant yammering on, on the PA about mask and the COVID thing and blah, blah, blah. And all of this misinformation that she just repeatedly spewed on everyone in that flight. And the funny thing about the whole thing is at the end, they say, well, don't, you know, when you, when you exit the flight and everyone knows what it's like when you're exiting a flight, everyone's crammed together. Well, when you're exiting a flight, please remember to use social distancing, and I thought, this is just such a farce. I mean, we've all been stuck in this plane together and um, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> it was just like the whole thing was so full of inconsistencies. I like, like, how can anyone be believing this? This kind of mask is okay, but this kind isn't. This is going to protect you, but this kind doesn't. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's, that's my little thing. <laughs>
0: And that's the thing that yeah. I found very confusing when I flew from Miami to Istanbul uh, a little while ago was that uh, in case of an emergency, when the oxygen masks appear from the ceiling,
3: oh, which one should you put on
0: first? <laughs> <laughs> please remove
3: your mask. And then the other yeah. thing that they said that was like, well, we're going to, oh, yes, I forgot this. So I, I take this flight and it's uh, almost four hours, the first flight. And uh, they gave me one glass. And you know how those little tiny glasses you have on the airlines? Little tiny glass of ice water. That was it. And they, they didn't do anything else. And I was literally like parched because, you know, planes are dry. And they would not, they, they said that this is because of COVID. I'm like, this is an excuse to not serve people. There wasn't, you know, ice water was the choice. Mm-hmm. That was the only choice. And you got a very, very small amount. The other thing is, is that they said, it's okay to take off your mask while you drink your water, but then put it back on. I thought, well, so we're all breathing all this air. So I'm breathing, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And I'd like to get on another plane, (laughs) literally. So um, I want to say, Timothy, I loved the intro. You just transported me to an elevated place. And I really appreciate it because this is such a difficult topic. And it's it's so mind-boggling. I can't wait for us to hear from Judy. I've been watching what's happening in Australia. And if any of you happen to see the first image in my links, it shows a, a young nursing mother nursing her baby with probably her mother, surrounded by eight or nine SWAT team guys with masks and black. And, you know, I was like, what's wrong with this picture? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce Darlene Undy, who is a beautiful, dear friend of mine, and she's been on the show a few times. She's an activist in Canada, and she's reporting on what's happening up there. I mean, It's hard to believe up north these things are happening, and Darlene has been keeping us posted. She's uh, associated with the several different activist groups up there, Ted Kuntz and David Lindsay. And Darlene, would you like to come on and give us a little update?
4: Absolutely. And first of all, I want to thank you again for the opportunity to be with such esteemed people that are conscious and heart-centered and have the courage to basically share the truth of what needs to be heard out in the world. And I did want to basically start with some of the things that were happening in Canada. I would be remiss if I didn't share a recent YouTube that was done by Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson, and she spoke with a gentleman by the name of Randy Hillier. Randy is a MPP. For In Ontario, of, of the riding of Lanark, Frontenac, and Kingston, this conversation that happened with Laura Lynn, Tyler Thompson, and Randy Hillier was entitled Internment Camps Coming to Canada, and it was about these quarantine facilities that were being built in Ontario, and a lady had called in and spoke with Laura and talked about this, uh, basically this facility that was being built and the barbed wire was on the inside so it was about people not having the ability to get out so what happened on this call was there was a clip of uh, Randy Hillier actually being in the house uh, so addressing the Parliament of Canada and he asked some very important questions and he asked how many are created where are they located how many people will they house? What is their purpose? And he was literally cut off in the house and the government refused to answer. And so we want to let the people know that are hearing this broadcast that um, there is things that are happening in Canada that are very unusual and more than disturbing. On a lighter note and on a better note, I had an opportunity to speak with Ted Kuntz of Vaccine Choice Canada And he wanted me to share this important message that a fundraising campaign has been launched in BC by Action for Canada to initiate legal action against the BC, the British Columbia government. Rocco Galati has been retained for this legal, legal challenge. Our emergency injunction on mandatory masking in Ontario is imminent. It is a thorough review of the scientific literature on masking and will contain more than 1600 pages of evidence. Vaccine Choice Canada is also building relationships with internal lawyers who are initiating legal action against their governments and wish to use our statement to claim as the basis of their legal action. Rocco and Vaccine Choice Canada is gaining international recognition. And I did also want to let uh, everyone know about Tanya Gaw, who's the founder of Action for Canada. And she wanted to encourage everyone that hears this to, uh, for continued donations to a powerfully important cause. And that I believe you have the link, Kinthea, of com forward slash donate forward slash. And I also want to let uh, everyone know and remind uh, uh, David Lindsay, who was a previous guest on uh, this broadcast that he represents CLEAR, which is the Common Law Education and Rights Initiative, and he continues to have ongoing rallies every Saturday. I was a participant at a rally at a school in Rutland, British Columbia, and that was an interesting experience where Uh, They came out and met us in the the parking lot and basically let us know that we had to leave the premises, and so we uh, handed out brochures to children that were basically coming onto the school grounds with their masks and... uh, Fortunately, there were many that were very open to taking the information. So there is so much more I could share, but I did want to let everyone know about those current updates. And again, I wanted to uh, thank everyone for the opportunity. And here's to our freedom and very thrilled about hearing uh, from Dr. Judy.
2: It helps to unmute.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful news, darling.
1: Yeah.
0: I was just saying... That's wonderful news. It's great to hear from uh, from David. And from, from, uh, can you hear me?
2: Yes, it's nice to have someone in the field reporting from the field. Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you, Timothy.
0: No, I but just you, had a you're, issue yeah, with you
2: You're going in and out. So, uh, I would love to take this opportunity to introduce Dr. Judy. Dr. Mikovits earned her Ph.D. in biochemistry and molecular biology from George Washington University. The last forty years, Judy has delved into understanding health and chronic diseases, its causes, prevention of it, and treatment. She has co-authored seminal papers, culminating with more than a decade of research in immunology, natural products chemistry, epigenetics, and HIV-AIDS drug development. Dr. Mikovits has co-authored more than 50 peer-reviewed publications and book chapters and holds a patent, Combination Therapy for Prostate Cancer Using Botanical Compositions and bicalutamide. And co authored the books. Now, these are important books Plague, Plague of Corruption, and The Case Against Masks. So, I'd like to welcome Judy. Judy, it's good to have you on the show. Are you with us?
5: It's yes, it's really a pleasure. Had to unmute as well. Thank you. Um, Really a pleasure to be on the show and um, um, be introduced to um, uh, Darlene. And if I was on, I am working on that lawsuit with uh, Rocco and on many cases and our book, The Case Against the Mask, um, Why the Mask Use Should Be uh, Limited, is going to be used as evidence in that case. And, and I will almost certainly... Um, I will almost certainly fly there and testify personally if I can.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. Um, So in terms of the Canadian issue, then you're interacting with with TED there and getting it going?
5: Yes, have been for Uh at least three or four months. Right. Yes.
2: Right. And I want to let my other co-hosts, Annette Driscoll and Timothy Saunders and Darlene, you are all welcome to jump in. i just uh, happy to be here and ask, what is your next step, Judy? What do you see as your next step? Well,
5: um, primarily, um, what I'm trying to do right now is raise awareness. Um, you know that these these mass mandates and these masks, this masking, is literally driving. Covid nineteen, um, you know the vaccine injured those with the XMRVs, HIV, uh, the other human retroviruses families, H, H- HBRV uh, associated with uh, cirrhosis of the liver. All of these viruses and animal viruses that have been, um, you know, infected by injection, and and you know, this is you know uh, in the in the vaccines the vaccine vaccine contaminants, the flu vaccine driving COVID-19 in the first place, heavily contaminated with coronaviruses, um, they all are, um, and deadly animal viruses and retroviruses and the masks and the flu shots. Um, Will make people sick and the first people to get sick, um, you know, literally are the vaccine injured, the kids with autism who already have low levels of glutathione, people with diseases like uh, well with infections like HIV immune activation spreads those infections the lab workers um, the first responders the military we've all been heavily the doctors and nurses heavily injected as have the athletes so mm-hmm. we're actually working in Canada with um, athletes um professional hockey players from from Canada um who have been who have been injected with um with these deadly um retroviruses contagious deadly retroviruses so wearing a mask Judy? is
2: yeah <laughs> you're so many wonderful points you're saying and i'm just wanting to respond um, yeah, ma- it's interesting that you were saying about the children because one of the one of the links I have in there is that this doctor talking about three children this week died from wearing masks. So would you say that's that's from the lack of oxygen or it's from the viruses growing more rapidly or. Yeah
5: it's from it's from both the lack of oxygen the hypoxia drives inflammation and it's not the infection it's the uncontrolled inflammatory response in people with um you know um, acquired immune deficiencies and dysfunction which is literally um at least um you know all all of our kids with asthma i mean half of our kids in america have asthma so the mass Activates the latent infections, including your endogenous retroviruses, which are associated, which are um, aberrantly expressed. So this is where the epigenetics in my bio comes in. So the the whole idea of epigenetics, the expression. Uh-huh of these genes, the expression of the viruses. They would be latent if we didn't wear the mask. So but we're crippling our immune system with the mask and deriving the inflammation, which is at the heart of disease from so, infection.
2: So you mentioned about awareness, and I'm thinking about, okay, so... The science is there to support what you're saying. Is it that we need to educate the parents? The doctors don't know. The doctors aren't saying something. They can't say something. The parents don't believe. Why, where is the breakdown? Why are, not, why are children, I mean, why are they forcing them to do this? And how can we make them aware and change that system? Where do you think the break is going to come?
5: Well, the break is in these criminal doctor organizations. This is a large-scale organized scientific fraud worldwide, as we just heard. So it's the doctors; they won't be educated. Which is the, you know, pe- people don't read these books. I've literally had Barnes and Noble not put the mask book in the bookstores. They'll ship them to individuals' house, but these should be everywhere. It's like seven dollars. They should be in your Starbucks. There, it's not a, pl- it's a, not a matter of polite. It's a matter of destroy our brain function, drive COVID nineteen. And drive, you know, the, literally the infections.
2: Well, you know, one thing I, that occurs to me as I'm speaking with you, our youth today, they get they get their information with quick images. And I'm thinking if, if we could work together and create like a, a diagram, an image that they could see at a glance and, and we communicate small bits of thought and we could pepper the web, the Internet with those with those nuggets of thought that would educate because people don't they're not going to sit down and read uh, you know pages and pages of stuff the kids are screaming at home you know and the parents are oh it's break time (laughs) all right i heard that music it's break time catch you after the break
0: Clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events.
2: Tune in for a balanced view
1: of the other side of the news. The other side of the news can be heard here on this network, on this channel, on this website, on this URL, every Friday evening, 2 hours, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. I warn you, you'll miss it at your own peril.
3: back to the other side of the news. This is Annetta and I'm hosting this show with Timothy Saunders and Cynthia. and Judy and Cynthia were just having um, a discussion. About how we can inform people about the dangers of the mask, and of course, you know, I want to dig into this topic here too. But (laughs) (laughs) let's—this is my favorite topic, you know. Uh, So, uh, (laughs) so, so, take it away, Cynthia. Finish up with that. Yeah. So, so,
2: so, what I'm thinking is, I'd like to find a way to translate the uh, detailed information into a, an easy, quick something even the child could understand, Ah. images, you know, images that could be, that would convey that thought, you know, maybe it's little segments and we start peppering the web with these small little informations, you know, what's wrong with this picture, you know, and why, because we have to get it out there.
5: Yes, exactly. Uh, And that's what's so fabulous about our book, The Case Against the Mass. Every single, there were 10 reasons. It's 80 pages long. You can read it in about an hour. We literally... I signed the contract on June 30th and finished it July 2nd, the book, and <laughs> so it's, we, we put it together. Um, you know, We'd been putting it together for months, but we knew we had to get it out there well. Ben Garrison, the political cartoonist, donated cartoons for every single reason. So oh, I have fabulous! A, a slideshow with these with these images, and have been presenting this. It is for you know a child. It's literally a color cartoon book. the The cover of the book is the Statue of Liberty, um, literally crying, um, uh, and and with the mask on and and uh, and and looking in horror, and um, and each chapter has a picture like for instance one one of the chapters is about the the backward flow and the jet you know so you're 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 literally when you sneeze you're sneezing these viruses right up into your eyes and often people have glasses on you're driving inflammatory uveitis and and literally can go blind um from from these uh from these because your eyes are immunologically privileged that means you know you 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 don't introduce antigens the same way. It's protected um, uh, parts, and and it's not connected to your nasopharyngeal cavity for a reason. Um, So um, it can very much drive, you know, you've got an infected, the viruses all go right through um, go right through the mask and they're contaminated with um, in in those blue Teflon ones with PFOE and PFTE these are these um, uh, polyfluoro um, carbon co- uh, um, and and acidic organic um, uh, compounds that are the 2018 California Prop 65 law is all about and here um, Governor Newsom bought, you know, these blue little paper masks, and they're lined with um, PFOA and PFTe Teflon. They're sprayed with. Can we sue thiclora. him for that? Yes, we should be able to. He broke his own law. And so um, I gave this to my lawyer, Larry Clayman, um, as well as the, uh, the the people who targeted me on the flight from Flight 1925 from um Oh um, Chicago O'Hare to Los Angeles on Sunday September 20th and and so it was clear la, like um, I think Darlene was relating or or maybe that was Annette relating her experience on that flight um, and these these flights are literally these masks are killing people you're under oxidative stress when you're in an air, airplane you've got 5G which also drives a similar inflammatory signature you're in a metal. Box above the ozone layer, so being bombarded with reactive oxygen and nitrogen species. So to wear a mask and deplete oxygen at, for for a cross country flight um, literally um, will make you sick. And the most the people that will be the most sick are the uh, the very people who are susceptible to COVID nineteen. People with COPD, the elderly. I've seen them passing out in airports and right. walking through. Los Angeles, they get off of these planes and they little literally collapse. Um, or or some can collapse on the way over.
2: So the um, airlines could be sued as well. I think we need to start yes. being active. You know, when they yes. feel the pinch, then they're gonna stop just complying. And but and they- we're
5: in Canada. Um, What Rocco said um, and and others, I believe Lindsay was on the call as well, but there in Canada, our laws are similar with respect to small claims court. Um, So what you can do for $100, $35,000 liability for that pilot um, on our plane, he announced over the loudspeaker that somebody on the plane couldn't figure out how to wear their mask properly. Call. Me by name, and an hour before the plane landed, said they were going to possibly have to quarantine everybody, test everybody. Um, that's like yelling fire in a movie theater. We will be suing him personally, and the stewardess who was literally targeting me, she knew exactly who I was, and um, and they targeted me um, for it. So this is this is far from. Um, simply courteous in being polite I filed that lawsuit here in California or Larry clayman of FreedomWatchUSA.org filed the lawsuit against Governor Newsom on behalf of you know it's a class action lawsuit that everyone can sign on to um, June 23rd
2: how do and we do that actually, how do we, um, can we put a link on the website so they can go and know where to sign on to it
5: Correct. FreedomWatchUSA.org, um, and and there it's it's on the site, and you'll just page down to the class action lawsuit. Um, and I'm sure I, you know it'll be dismissed without. You know this is what happened to all my lawsuits. So when you look at plague of corruption, and 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 you see the plague of corruption, that's why. Um, It literally reads like prophecy, you know, and this is what was so important, as you mentioned earlier about um, Mickey Willis's movie, Indoctrination, because in in the second part, um, you know, Dr. David Martin um, was just fabulous of of showing all the evidence that, you know, beyond my wildest dream, they started this pandemic in 2003. And again, it's to cover up vaccine injury. It's to cover up the fact, you know, the the MMR um, can and, and does cause autism, especially the 4.4-fold increase in little bo- black boys getting autism if they're given the vaccine before they're three years old. So the risk goes away if they're over three and their detox machinery can work um in people of color not just blacks but mexicans so you it's very clear um that you know the um the confession of William Thompson, the scientist who participated in covering up this data with sci- these data with scientific fraud back in 2000 and 2001. You know, Andy Wakefield's paper was exactly right on the gastrointestinal damage. And you can see every aspect of COVID 19 is cover up and kill, literally murder those who you in- infected by injection with animal contagious cancer causing viruses um, causing myalgic encephalomyelitis um, um, brain fog you can see all over the tv now i saw it on dr oz today you can't get away from it
2: so dr judy how do we get the physicians to see it because i think about when my children were young and I went to the pediatrician, he's, he's a dear soul, dear soul. And I, he would never consciously hurt anyone. So I, how do we get the physicians to see and not participate in this mass
3: murder?
5: Uh, that's why we're going around the country and the world educating. That's ever since the virtual gag order was lifted for me where um, the, the, the criminal charges, the statute of limitations finally went away because I was threatened with they'll find new evidence. If you do social media, if you talk, if you do anything other than talk to your lawyers or your family, and that means email, text and social media, anything, um, you'll be arrested. It again, And I knew they could do it with no evidence because they had no evidence the first time. And this is clearly described in our and book. And
2: how, how long did they keep you in jail?
5: Well, well, they held me in jail the first time for five days without mm-hmm. bail. But for five wow. years, I've been. Ba- I was basically under house arrest. I lost every one of my constitutional re- um, um, freedoms. The the fabricated charge. This was all what was discussed in that original um, in in uh, pandemic movie because that was supposed to simply be promotion for our book, "Plague of Corruption," which was supposed to come out in November of two thousand and nineteen, and and got delayed in. Interestingly, till April 14th. So isn't it interesting that the event 201, the the practice, the run through of can we as a media, can we make people believe? Can we make people wear these masks? Can we can we scare people into a pandemic and scare them into hurting themselves and 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 and, and re- literally destroy my reputation? And, and in so doing so so that I can't warn people, I can't warn the doctors but ever since 2015 when we've been educating people uh, um, with our first book Plague came out in 2014 and at that time we thought it was about the science, that it was about these viruses transmitted by mixing animal tissues and injecting them directly into the most vulnerable of our population the very young and the very old on the first day of life Literally giving HBV hepatitis B vaccines during puberty, giving the dangerous Gardasil shots that are that are literally destroying the lives and killing um, teenagers and sterilizing twenty five percent of them. So the only thing you can come and we didn't know anything had to do with vaccines. We thought it was a contaminated blood supply like HIV, HIV AIDS. So believe me, I was horrified when I met. Brian Hooker and saw him it show what William Thompson had done all the way back in in 2000 so, or 2001
2: so can these can these criminals actually be brought to justice
5: well yes if you so on freedom on freedom platform Dot TV. Brian Rose did an interview on or about September sixteenth with um, Dr. David Martin, the star of Plandemic Two, and he showed how Moderna, Fauci, and um, others have been breaking laws since two thousand and three. Literally, been planning this, you know, COVID nineteen, which is brew soup to cover this up and kill the vaccine injured. It will kill me. It Will kill the people. They gave the 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 XMRVs in these injections.
2: Is and, there and no way to? Is there no way to counter? You know, to to do something to correct it afterwards?
5: Well, Attorney General Barr. Um, well, not by wearing the mask. Yes, we can We can cure these people just like we got, you know, hydroxychloroquine, the antiretroviral therapy, the peptide T. Think all the way back to the movies. Watch the Dallas Buyers Club. Okay. Watch the, um, so these
2: parents have some hope? The parents oh, have-
5: absolutely. We were doing great jobs um, cleaning this up, medical cannabis. So you see every step of the way how the FDA won't let. People use the appropriate drugs because when you know the cure, serum in an antiretroviral drug, double blind placebo controlled study done in San Diego and published in 2015, nothing's been done about it. They took the serum in away from the kids. It gave life back. So we see what's happening in COVID 19 with hydroxychloroquine and zinc. Yeah, we type one interferons. Type one interferons, a simple nasal spray that costs about 50 50 cents um twice a day uh, yeah. of type one. A very, very low dose. Just keep your type one interferon and your infectious you, you know pathways clear. Yes, we have treatments. We have solutions and this is what I'm teaching the doctors. And when so- you wait- doctors up, they see it, and they they stop it.
2: So have they blocked the way of getting that um, nasal spray? I mean, like they've blocked the hydroxychloroquine. So I know doctors are wanting to prescribe it, and they can't. The pharmacy won't prescribe it. Are they doing the same thing with the nasal drops?
5: uh well with the, there is there is a product on the market that you can buy um and and right now um um it, there there's a problem with that yeah somebody figured out they can make a lot of money and 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 I've been teaching doctors around the world so now they they're with me anyway they're playing a little extortion game Well, we're going to stop making it and, and this is not going to work with me um, I'm you know I I made a promise on page 90 it's shown in an email as soon as I figured out what they were doing um, in in 2011 August 31st 2011 I wrote an email and said I'll spend the rest of my life I'll make this a nightmare for the government because this is a pandemic. they're covering up the XMRVs we have the treatments just like we had in HIV they, they peptide T we developed it with Candace Pert, Candace Pert is the discoverer of it. it was developed to block the interaction in the macrophage and the T-cell. Yeah,
2: I know you're on a roll, but I can see Annetta is dying to ask you a question and her sure. questions are always like to the point. <laughs>
5: yep. I'm never to the point. And I'm, <laughs> you are,
2: you
3: are. <laughs> that puts some pressure on me to always be to the point. I don't know about that. So, uh, Um, But yes, I would love to ask questions. So Dr. Judy, I have been since the beginning of being on the show, I've been really on the mask thing. And so I'm, I'm thrilled to speak with you and uh, be able to talk to you about this. So one of the things that that I'd like to, to, I mean, all of this has been fascinating, and I don't mean to jump off the topic, but I would like to talk a little bit about um, two things. One is that the mask and how that's affecting people. Because we've talked about the the uh, the immune system response and the inflammation. But I'd also <laughs> like to talk about the what's going on in the minds. Because when one is short of oxygen, they've got hypoxia, it seems to me that they may be a little bit more vulnerable to, let's just call it brainwashing. And uh, some of the psychological aspects that are created from the trauma of, of being short in oxygen. Um, what is your feeling on that?
5: Um um absolutely. And part of this slideshow that I taught at at the International Association of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, um, I, I showed literally that's what they asked me to give a, a, a talk about. Um, and, and I showed how the hypoxia drives the cytokine interleukin 6. You know, so and 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 TNF alpha and interleukin 1 beta, and those are at the heart of the neuro-inflammatory um, um, manifestations. This is what COVID-19 is. It's the flame. And so, yes, the flame is in the brain. The mask and the hypoxia drives that inflammatory pathway. It's it's something called NF-kappa B. And away from the antiviral and the com type 1 interferon pathway so it literally dysregulates the immune response and drives brain disease psychosis Um, psychosis, PTSD. These kids have PTSD. They have sensory processing disorders. You put a kid, a mask on a kid with autism um, um, and it's going to kill them. Seizures, death. And we've seen that happening. Kids dying in their sleep with autism who were forced to wear a mask to school that day. Um, So it's it's so bad for every kind. At the heart of depression, at the heart of psychosis, is that inflammatory cytokine interleukin six
3: okay so yes so we know uh, for example well we know that at this point they finally have come clean a little bit a little bit that the uh, the the quote COVID-19 virus which I'm really hesitant to even call it that because they've never isolated or identified any said virus at all and they're testing for a virus that they haven't isolated that's amazing That's amazing. (laughs) Um, But besides all of that, um, you know, one of the things that's really skyrocketed is all of the things like alcoholism, drug abuse, um, overdoses, uh, you know, uh, uh, domestic violence and especially suicide. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it's all the isolation, which I have no doubt that that plays uh, a part. However, I'm thinking from my research mass. and brain stuff is that people are just really affected on a, a, a physiological level that's that's influencing their uh, neurological function, and and so Absolutely. this this is making so there's the there's the uh, the problem of isolation and causing say depression, and then there's the mass that are exacerbating the depression would you agree with that kind of idea then absolutely in the mass
5: cause depression the most powerfully immune suppressive um, emotions there are at the molecular level are, are fear and anger And the masks are causing fear and anger, further immune suppressing at the level of your macrophages, your microglia and your astrocytes in the brain. They're important for regulating everything. And and of course, um, yes, absolutely. They can even start depression, but in people who are susceptible to Alzheimer's and other things, that cytokine, that inflammatory storm is right there. And it's a hairline trigger you put on the mask. Even a few seconds a day and you're driving the disease process at the molecular level and they know it.
3: I can speak from total personal experience with that because every time I've, I've been forced to even like have it on for a few seconds for whatever the reason, which basically almost never occurs, but there have been those moments and I instantly am ready to rip head. I'm aggressive. I'm nasty. I'm irritable. And I am, if you, if you could see my face, I'm grimacing. And I'm typically a person who smiles and greets people, and I'm quite friendly. But when you put a mask on me, I'm I am literally a nasty, get out of my way, rawr, you know. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm glad to hear that there's actually a. I mean that's not good news, but I'm glad to hear that there's a physiological explanation because it's almost like someone else takes over. It's awful, you know. It's awful. Yeah. And and
5: this is what's this is what's going to happen. Things are going to be very violent, and I've never. I, I, I've not put on a mask. I have these clear plastic masks. I will email the the slideshows so you can put them up in the archives and you can see the the reference for this brain inflammation slide and everything I'm saying here. Um, but when you see this, when the mask, there's only one mask that's safe, and it's this ba- this. Um, baker's mask it's called shield of glory you can buy it in amazon it's a clear plastic mask that sets out from your chin and and it's uh, again it's the best mask mask for preventing disease spread because you can it's not a bag of contaminated virus so it fits with our book we said there there's a mask you should be limited here's the safe mask and so now everybody everywhere said oh that one doesn't count you can't wear that one it's it's clear you can see the deaf can see you can see your expression you don't drive fear you don't drive anger and oh that one's not allowed only the ones that are laced with with the toxic pfoa and pfte or ptfe that it's horrible as far as these fluorotoxins and again if you have mercury in your mouth and root canals um you're you're literally driving mercury is one of the most neurotoxic the most neurotoxic element on earth and so in in every flu vaccine you've got a overdose of mercury something of 25 times the osha standards and as we know the osha um self- if your audience wants to know a lot more about mass um, and the psychological impact it's going to have on our children, lasting it literally can cause PTSD at the at the molecular level. So our military and you know how you know and our our first responders, our heroes from nine one one, these people are these people are going to get sick, um, including our doctors, our nurses, me. I mean, I, you can hear my voice. I'm I'm coughing in the. brain Breaks. When the speaker goes off, um, they injected us. They knew the lab workers were catching the contagious cancer-causing viruses, so we're the first ones that reactivate when we wear the mask. We'll suppress our type one interferon pathways in our nasal pharyngeal cavities, um, and and we'll get sick. And, and and we and I am getting sick. I am getting sicker because of the other people's mask use, and you know the extreme extreme stress of, um, you know, they're going to kill 25 million Americans um, and, and they're going to call it COVID. And it's it has little to do with, as as you just said, um, the virus, a, a coronavirus, which nobody's even isolated. And Dr. Yan, the whistleblower, has come out yesterday with a paper and said this was made as an underrestricted bioweapon. And the papers from 2011 show that the monkey cells that the virus is being grown in in Wuhan and Fort D. Drink. the viral monkey kidney cells are loaded with XMRVs so there's so much more in that in those needles so anybody who got a polio shot a flu shot, they're, they're getting injected with the XMRVs and the coronaviruses. They're crippling their immune system. And, and they're literally a walking bag of virus. So everybody wearing a, a mask is literally making themselves sick and multiplying by hundreds of times the viral particles saved from a flu shot that they're coughing all over you. So the single best thing any of your audience listening can do is take off the mask, never wear them again, never get a sh- shot again until they're proven they're tested safe and and they're cleaned up because they know exactly what they're doing is just um, they're going to kill everyone with the mask and 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 the um, the injured and call it covid-19 and blame them and this is exactly what they tried to do to president trump they should they should literally he remember he never got a flu shot before he was elected and Mm -hmm. and now he admitted having three of them and they're trying to force him into a mask and away from the hydroxychloroquine. And, um, um, and you know, of course, you know, they they they, they gave him COVID-19.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're, we're coming right up on the break and I don't want to like, get into a really deep topic, but I do want to um, I um, I don't think it's up quite yet. I'm not sure Cynthia could tell you, but I did want to refer to an article uh, that was written about the lack of identifying this virus. And the CDC did uh, release a document titled CDC 2019 Novel Coronavirus, a real-time report RT-PCR diagnostic panel. And it was uh, dated July 13th, 2020. Um, and uh, she's telling me I gave it to her in the wrong format. Okay, we'll get that fixed. But anyway, on page 39, it actually admits that they, the CDC is saying, yeah, we don't actually have any virus. So with that, we're up to our next break, and um, this one's going fast. So we'll see on the other side.
1: in the navigator bar or in the left-hand column. Membership costs $19.95 per month. That's 33 tetrahedral cents a day. I mean, it's the price of a couple of cups of coffee. As a Club 19.5 member, you'll gain access to this show and literally hundreds of previous shows on hundreds of different topics going back to 2015 that we have done. Our archive shows have the commercials removed, and you'll be able to download the MP3 files directly from the 19-point archives if you prefer. To enhance your listener experience, a new The Other Side of Midnight podcast is being added to all show pages, which will allow you to instantly search the show archives of Radio with Pictures, thus easily accessing the corresponding show. Plus, you can just as quickly access the entire podcast list when you're on the go. I want to personally thank all our Club 19.5 members because without your continuing support, this show would literally not be on the air. Please continue supporting the broadcast to provide you with the most interesting conversation available. Talk radio at the cutting edge of science and thought. And if you like what you hear on the other side of midnight, tell your friends and continue growing the show by having them subscribe to Club 19.5 as well because we need all of you and when I say we need you you're the reason we're doing all this Hoagland over and out hi this is Ted Kuntz from Vaccine Choice Canada I just want to reach out and express my gratitude to other side of the news for all that you guys are doing
3: to empower humanity and bring us to a higher state of consciousness Uh, The time that we shared together was a real pleasure, rich conversation and I know that all of you are uh, higher conscious beings who are uh, part of the solution. You guys are great.
0: Welcome back. My name is Timothy Saunders. I'm one of your co-hosts this evening with Kinthia and Aneta Driscoll. We have a fascinating show this evening. Our special guest is Judy Mikovits. We've been laying a few of the foundation blocks in the last hour and we have another hour to run. I know I have many questions to ask, but I'd just like to make the point. You just heard the voice of Richard C. Hoagland uh, over the break uh, just before. And I just wanted to say that while The Other Side of Midnight is available through the Club 19.5 membership, because what we do on Friday evenings, the other side of the news, we keep every show in the archive and they're all available to listen to totally for free. And the reason we do that is because we feel that we are trying to bring the truth to the people. We're trying to awaken the people. And and Judy, one of the things that I really want to ask you, first of all, uh, actually, even before I ask you a question, I'd like to thank you for taking part in this documentary with uh, Mickey Willis. I think it came out earlier in May this year, your documentary, Plandemic One. Judy... Can you hear?
5: Yes, it did. It, it came out May 4th
0: of may, may 4th. this fourth. May the year. 4th. May the 4th be with you. So it was a, a special day. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, for me, I remember this was going back to the sort of early days when we actually started our show not so many weeks before then. And I recall watching your documentary, it was absolutely a breath of fresh air because all of the, not all, but many of the thoughts that we had been, you know, I, discussing and, and uh, speculating about. You came here with this sort of very authoritative voice and just absolutely wiped the floor, in my opinion. And in, in, when I say wiped the floor, that's a, a positive expression, not a negative expression. But you wiped the floor with, uh, you know, facts, data, information, names. It was unbelievable. It's like, wow, who is this woman? It's, it's, she's <laughs> She's on a mission. So may I ask you, how did this documentary come about in the beginning how, what were, because there was not much time between what the beginning of covid 19 and then your book release a year late later and uh, in april so how did this all come come into being
5: well the, the movie Pandemic was supposed to be a promotional um a promotion for our book coming out um which was to be published um April 14th which it was April 14th 2020 but our book was originally supposed to come out November 5th of 2019 and it got delayed for reasons um interesting reasons um uh in that Bobby Bobby Kennedy Jr., who was who wrote a rather lengthy forward, was still missing something. He was missing a point. And so uh basically, I just texted him and said, Bobby, how can I help? And he said, Judy, there's something missing. There's I don't like the way the forward he had drafted it. And, and there was something missing. And I said, Bobby, I know you're busy. Just read the last chapter of Plague of Corruption. So at the end of the book, we added the last chapter. And, and the last chapter was, oh, maybe there's something else I should tell you. And I basically told them. That they didn't get away with it. They didn't get away with removing everything from my offices of 40 years of the computers of the drives of everything that they tried to do on September 29th when I was fired and set up the office to make it look like I committed a crime. uh, They didn't get away with scaring me in the jail experience. They didn't get away with suiciding me. Um, They didn't get away with murdering me. That's what we show in the book Plague of Corruption. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. Um basically because um, I, you know, we have all the evidence. So we have all the samples we can prove the pandemic is a pandemic to cover up um the, you know, the the damage we've done over the last 30 years in this liability free vaccine program that we mandated on the most susceptible in our society Judy, and and killing uh, them.
0: Uh who are they? I ask this to all of our guests, I'm, I'm very interested to hear your, your answer to who they are. Um,
5: this is, you know, uh, organized crime. This is the highest levels of our FBI, um, the highest levels of our government. Uh, uh, clearly Tony Fauci, clearly the Gates Foundation, the WHO, the Chinese Communist Party um you know and and the, the heads nobel laureates members of our national academy of sciences that the highest scientists are literally pr- participating in commission fraud to change the science to interpret it a different way to have anyone who figures it out murdered or uh, suicided, or um, their careers destroyed, um, mm-hmm. and so the good news that you—I always I like to say to, to Mickey Willis, uh, you know, God has a sense of humor um, because um, uh, it, 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 you can't. Uh, in science, you know, Frank Rossetti and Judy Mikovits wouldn't have worked together for 37 years. Judy wouldn't have seen the corruption as a 22-year-old in HIV/AIDS. How they made culturally worldwide uh, made us believe somehow a retrovirus knew if you were a gay man, an IV drug user, or a. Uh, Uh, a prostitute, um, (laughs) um, just like they're trying to make us believe COVID-19, you know, that blacks are more susceptible. No, COVID-19 is just a covert cover-up operation. Worldwide, the head of the UK, London, the blood supply heavily contaminated. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so the boroughs, the Welcome Trust, the journals, the scientific journals, the pharmaceutical companies worldwide, um, they're They're in it to kill us.
0: Okay. So it it, it is, I mean, I I usually visualize this as a pyramid. um, But what I I believe is that above this pyramid, there are also uh, evil hands. Evil's a a big word, but uh, at play. Because I don't believe, for example, Bill Gates could do this on his own. I, I, I don't think he has it in him, frankly. Uh, I don't mean in, in terms of uh, character, but I mean actually in capability. So I don't think he's the one who's masterminding this and, and, you know, whipping the horses to make it happen. I think to me, my my opinion is is there are people above him. And in the same way as perhaps Zuckerberg is a, a puppet that apparently invented Facebook, I believe uh, Gates is also a puppet, Um at the hand of uh puppet masters above. What do you uh, think about that?
5: I, I think I think um Francis Collins, head of the NIH, is a puppet. Um i I think I think Fauci's clearly a puppet master and has been for 40 years that's why it was so important when Mickey heard the story you know again he met me two years before and 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 a, a friend of mine he mentions it in the movie uh, a friend of mine who met me at a meeting um, and just you know uh, you know said oh my god you know you have no idea what you, you know and I said well yeah I kind of do and and, so, and and so we had to literally put a dead man's trigger at the end of, of Plague of corruption, and that's that last chapter where we said, "Wait a minute, folks! We have all the information, so go ahead, kill me, and and we release it all." And so, what is you know? So you know, Fauci and the and the heads, you know, all got together um, and and hit the detonate button. Uh, they couldn't get get rid of Trump any other way. I mean, it is it is worldwide. It is World Health Organization. It is. Pure evil, um, and you know, Bill Gates, you know, has no medical background, and he shouldn't be making you know decisions on vaccines or anything else, and and yet you see him. Perpetrate his father's Planned Parenthood, you know. And if they can't get people to stop having kids, they just sterilize you. And that's what the Gardasil vaccines and everything else mm. um, is. Our kids with autism, they they'll never have families, you know. Whole whole generations. The the polycystic ovary diseases, what you're seeing um, is um, uh, literally um, chronic disease, and 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 they didn't kill us fast enough
6: but, in but the this beginning. Is-
0: this is organized crime. I mean, it's easy, I say it's easier to look back in history. But I mean, I'm just thinking in your earlier uh, years of your career, you were uh, effectively a colleague of, of Fauci, right? And you're working, you're both working under Dr. Rossetti. Is that, is that correct in the same? Nope. No? No. Nope. Okay. No.
5: Nope. Um, uh, Fauci is NIAID. He's, mm-hmm. he's a colleague of Rossetti. You know, remember they're seventy-seven and seventy-nine years old. I'm sixty-two. I'm three generations of science behind. I'm a I'm a nothing technician who's just watching these evil and all Fauci wanted to do when, and Gallo um, was, you know, you know, get, get get credit, get the Nobel Prize, get credit for the discovery of HIV and um, and, and go on a tonight nothing. show. But-
0: You were the one who isolated the HIV out of the saliva samples, weren't you?
5: Yeah, I was, um, but I was a technician. I did my job, and we followed Luc Montagnier's direction, and we confirmed his result. But Luc Montagnier isolated the virus, and and this is what's in our first book, Plague, the description of how Ronald Reagan, you know, you literally had a war between the French and, um, and, and the U.S. over who, and they didn't even start the antibody testing. The serology testing is the correct way to follow a virus around the world, not a PCR. Test and and so yeah, I was a I just I was a very well trained. I'm a very skilled technician. I'm a lab rat. That's what I do. I isolate viruses and I associate them with disease and then satisfy Koch's postulates or Hill's criteria because it's mm-hmm. unethical to inject HIV in anybody but the military. And inject the military with HIV is what. Um, robert redfield and deborah burks did in 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 the 80s and 90s said they had a vaccine and and gave many many people hiv
0: mm. so when i say organized crime and I'm, I'm not just talking about the hiv scam uh or the the, the covid 19 scam but also the there is a scam according to the the, the, the autism correlation with, with vaccination, Correct. isn't there a, a drug called Ceramin that I believe Correct. you said even was um, one of the listed essential medicines in the WHO, even there it was listed, and yet that was somehow banned uh, and taken Correct. out of circulation
5: Correct, after the double-blind, placebo-controlled study, what you would do, normally do if we made a drug that worked so well. And Serumine was one of our first HIV drugs. We pulled everything off the shelf for the retroviruses with HIV. This is why This is why got has a sense of humor, because I, I lived this. And, and that, that video and that film showing the banner, silence equals death, that's where we're at now. Silence mm. equals death, and so if you wear the the mask and you're silenced you will die so so yes um a- a- absolutely the hiv scam the zika scam the ebola scam um all the all, all of these um h1n1 bird flu swine flu you know who's standing next to whatever administration it is what democrat or republican anthrax after nine one one. We mm-hmm. knew Bruce Ivins. He didn't do that. He got murdered and blamed for it. And I would have been murdered and blamed for it if we didn't have a 13-foot Boston whaler. <laughs> wow. It's not funny, but it is. Um, it is the first chapter, Scientists at sea, after Bobby's brilliant for um, forward because once I said to Bobby, I said, you know, you know, just read the last chapter. He said, Oh my God! He read the whole book and he and and he figured it out and he figured out the shingle. Vaccine, Another live viral vaccine. Think about the explosion in these chronic diseases. You know, we don't test everybody. 99% of the people have Epstein-Barr virus. We don't test anybody for expression of Epstein-Barr virus and say they have mononucleosis or Burkitt's lymphoma. But what are the vaccines causing? Oh, Burkitt's Mm -hmm. lymphoma in little kids you know, in vaccine court. So our experience got me to see an awful lot. So the cabal goes all the way to the highest levels of the government, HHS. So if your audience watches the movie that Andy Wakefield just made, 1986theact.com, you can see this is a carefully planned, organized crime on a worldwide scale to take away our freedoms and and cover up these crimes against humanity and and essentially um, do a holocaust.
0: So, just to focus on one part of that, the autism rate, if you go back to, I don't know, what is it? So, 70s, mid-70s, something like those lines. It was uh, 1 in 1,000 people. Sorry, 1 in 1,000, excuse me. 1 in 10,000, is that right? Correct. And now it is something closer to, well, the the numbers just escalated hugely. Do you have, like, a, a real a real reality check on where we are in terms of autism today.
5: Yeah, it's, it's essentially one in 22 or one in 35. Um, so millions of, of Americans and, and heavily associated with the, the mouse viruses and the animal viruses, monkey viruses mm-hmm. being transmitted through vaccines in a susceptible population. So that's when you know it's pure evil. If they covered up the fact that the risk would go away if you waited till black boys were three years old, you know that's pure evil intended to kill
3: blacks
0: preferentially I also, I also heard that uh i, I forget which documentary or which research paper it was but there were a number of vaccination tests done through the cdc and there were very negative effects noted uh, which were not published initially and then the same vaccine was then rolled out in a different demographic group or in a different country to see Correct. if the same thing would happen and Correct. that was done two or three times in succession Knowing full well, let's see if it kills these guys as well. Then we know. uh, is, Is that actually true? I mean, can you can you validate this?
5: Yeah, that's, it's actually true, and so can um, Mike Hugo, who was one of my lawyers um, before, um, he, you know, and he basically read our first book. So chapter five are the first cases of autism and MECFS, which is chronic fatigue syndrome is autism, you know, usually starting with teenage girls, different hormones on different times cause different brain brain injuries, um, and uh And that, you know, that the first cases were in 1934 in Los Angeles, covered up by the Rockefeller Association. Doctors and nurses paid off. No spread, just like COVID nineteen. The nurses, the doctors get it, that and and everybody gets it. So yeah, these are the first. So it's very clear. Um, Mike Hugo told me, um, and he shows in the movie um, how and he and he presented it in Autism One meeting, how they literally take the hot lots that were killing people. I believe a lot killed people, and uh, a lot of kids in Tennessee killed them. And so that now they disperse the hot lots so they can't trace so nobody will know that a case here and a case here and a case here so they, they've they've long covered these things up and the CDC is a military organization working worldwide at these advisory committees on immunization practices so yes we can confirm all of this and have the data to back it up and this is why the pandemic is the pandemic in a detonate switch because you don't cream up made them you don't let the families come in you know to see how grandma was murdered you just murdered the people with that um with the flu shot first um and and the masks on the kids which all the kids don't get sick at all because they have healthy immune systems that's why they had to put the kids in Mm -hmm. a
0: mask Mm -hmm. so as I, i come back to this organized crime motive one more time is so when things like uh, hydroxychloroquine are taken away, cerumen are taken away, right. and then the uh, other treatments are given to these uh, retroviruses, is that because there is an opportunity to make money out of a patented vaccination? Is, is, that, oh. is that what this is all about? Is it about oh, absolutely. money?
5: absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and big money and, and cover-up of the liability. Remember, in the vaccine court. If you know a manufacturing defect or you know a possible side effect, um, then you're not liability free. So Mm -hmm. the manufacturing defect is growing these viruses, these these live viral vaccine in animal tissues and injecting them um, directly into the bloodstream. So that's a manufacturing defect. You have to clean uh, this cell. That's why DTAP is acellular. So DTP was killing everybody to make a safer vaccine cost a half penny more. And that's a story that Mike Hugo tells in, in our book. Um, so there is a chapter on vaccine court and the corruption. And this is how, um, you know, this the story is spun. So half penny more to make it acellular pertussis instead of just leaving all the cell parts in. Well, we don't... They they, they can't possibly afford the liability. The forward of our first book is a disease to affect the economy of nations. That's why I talked about the blood supply and Arthur Ashe and Ryan White, because what in HIV AIDS in in, two, in 1991 at the height of the epidemic, um, when I defended my PhD thesis saying you could have HIV and never get AIDS if you if you suppressed you didn't immune activate you never vaccinated an HIV infected person because you'd expand the reservoir. So they, you know, in 2011, that, um, they took away all the liability for the manufacturing defect with a decision from Brusewitz, and then um, Health and enhance- Humans. Services Secretary Donna Shalala, And and she literally criminally removed things from the table injury file because those are the very injuries um that are you know literally caused by the COVID-19 vaccine. So you are um, you know, this is uh it, that's why these movies, as we said in the beginning, having movies, people don't read books. So having, having Mickey make the movie to promote Plague of Corruption, to just basically wake everybody up. We had no idea they would go to the links they're doing now to cover up all of that. But Vaxxed, Vaxxed 2, everything Dell, Big Tree shows on the thehighwire.com every Thursday. We are waking doctors and nurses up around the world. And, and that's our job, just to educate everyone, um, because um, no parent, as we as we said, no sweet doctor wants to hurt their kids. And um, no, no, no parent wants to kill their kids. And and they, these masks are killing their kids and, and these mandates are illegal. And, um, you know, we have to do something. We have to stop it. We have to fight as hard as we can because they will kill me you know they i'm already infected so we're you know they'll kill us then they'll kill the hiv infected they'll kill the 20 the 6% of america that has the xmrvs and are true you're not an asymptomatic carrier of a coronavirus you clear a coronavirus. You're an asymptomatic carrier of a of uh, retroviruses, and you drive the reservoirs with every single immune activation with glyphosate, the toxic, and gly- the, the 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 vaccines are laced with roundup and glyphosate. So we know they cause cancer.
3: Judy, this is Aneta. Hi, Anetta. Hi, I, I have. Um, we only have five minutes till break, so uh, okay, know, it's even less than that. But I'd like to, to go back to something, um, the chronic fatigue syndrome, because that's that's uh-huh. way back there. I mean, it's kind of like the uh, the start of all this. Um, and Good. I, my uh, my feeling on this. So, well, uh, actually, my my question around this is, so they've got this chronic fatigue uh, syndrome that they caused. Do you think, first of all, I mean, this is a three part question. First of all. Was that intentional when they did that, or was that just kind of a side effect that happened and then they went, oh, and saw how they could use it?
5: Um, Caused by the XMRVs. So if you got HIV and you got XMRV, so they caused it because in the 1980s, women and children were getting sick with similar immunological defects to AIDS patients. But the government told us only gays, IV drug users, and uh, uh, prostitutes could get um, HIV. And this is the subject of the movie The Band Played On. And then we learned the blood supply was contaminated. Well, who who confirmed our study? Um, Harvey Alter and Shai Shing Lo. And Harvey Alter is now a Nobel Prize winner and Nobel laureate. So congratulations to him he's a fabulous a scientist of integrity he knows he knows there was no contamination in either dr. Lowe's lab or our lab or our papers at all but where did dr. Lowe get the the samples it was a box that had been in the freezer for 30 years called non hiv/aids so it meant the blood supply had been contaminated for 30 years and Peter Duisburg was right HIV didn't cause AIDS but HIV and XMRV you get both them and you're dead and and that's who died in the first wave and so one of the other times my mouth got my body in trouble is when they were waterboarding me in 2011 trying to make me think i was going crazy and the virus didn't exist and i know what i isolated so i don't have any problem with that and um uh they, they kept saying, come on, HIV patients would have it. And I said, no, I, no it wouldn't. Anybody who got both viruses was dead. And I said, exhume them, I'll wait. So what are they doing in COVID-19? Cremating everybody so that nobody will ever know. And this is how the movie, the band played on, opens from 1993, Alan Alda. So watch it, and and, and it's going to blow your mind. And people, if people just watch the movie, The Dallas Buyers Club, it would address... Um, the questions we were just talking about with the drugs killing the people. So just say remdesivir is like AZT. Use it at really high doses. Use it Use it at the wrong time in infection and, and not give them the type 1 interferon that could have cured AIDS and prevented millions around the world from dying, the type 1 interferon. Merck took it off the market just before COVID-19. Literally isn't selling. Um, and And again, we're having trouble, you know. <laughs> (laughs) um with 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 some of our sources of of interferon take away the sermon sermon works against gamma retroviruses sermon sermon gave these kids their life
3: back Hmm. well i i guess i'm the one who who takes this close to break um i want to ask more about the chronic fatigue um if we can answer this this part of the question quickly sure so when people have when they get this uh oh what the music's already here i think i'm gonna have to ask that later (laughs) okay i want to spend a lot of time on it we'll be back on the other side of the the break
5: filter episodes by guest or subject membership costs 9.95 a month 33
3: cents a day talk radio with pictures on demand the other
5: side of midnight.com
6: hi this is ola Damagot from light on conspiracies.com You know, over the years, I've done some 500 to 1000 international interviews, and I just want to say the other side of the news is one of my favorite shows. So enjoy.
2: To the other side of the news and that it was just in discussion with dr judy and um, i'm gonna let you take it over i want to say also that this last last half hour we have some callers and uh, one of them is really looking forward to talking with you dr judy so Anetta, great
3: yes okay so i wanted to go a little bit further with this uh chronic fatigue uh syndrome because it was one of the first things that we actually saw come up on that radar and i was wondering if you mm-hmm. felt that it was a uh i i kind of started to get in there was it did it was it intentionally developed as something to cover up or well first of all was it intentionally developed and then secondarily. Was it to to cover up other stuff or was it to compromise and disable the public? And like, because being someone who suffered from this, it really brings down economies and things like that when you don't have people that can, you know, work and and carry on. So where do you think they were going with it?
5: Um, Correct. I, um, you know, I believe that um, you know, in the beginning, they they really didn't, you know, n- know it was associated with the retroviruses or had anything to do with the injections or the contaminated blood supply. Um, but it's clear since the 80s, um, that's what Bobby writes so well in his forward. And in our first book, Hillary Johnson, who also suffered from it and an XMRV associated cancer, um, she wrote... Um, the forward which was a disease able to affect the economy of nations we've got you know it's PTSD from the Gulf War um, whether or not they went to the Gulf and so this is the vaccination program on the military so we've crippled our military we've crippled our ability to think Um, now people are saying oh COVID-19 it's called long haulers and it's because the mask is activating the dormant the sleeping xmrvs that are destroying the brain and driving these inflammatory um, cytokine storms literally destroying the patient so now it's intended you know covid19 is intended to kill the people the 25 million americans that's six percent was the last the last study of people who in the controls who were who were infected with the virus. And, and almost 86% of the people in, with the inflammatory disease signature and, and the disease and the problems and the multiple sclerosis and the ALS, the Lou Gehrig's disease and the lupus and the cancer, cancer, cancer. You know, it's... Um, you know, they, they marginalized these people, calling it chronic fatigue syndrome, allowing them to donate blood for 30 years, said these women were crazy. They just couldn't keep up in, in you know, in a man's world. And, and so they were psychotic. And, and the mothers whose kids were injured, you know, they could, the, the retroviruses passed through the generations. So, yeah. so that so the, the children with autism have a susceptibility. And so immune activation events in utero, vaccinating. Why would anybody give a pregnant woman who's already immune suppressed a flu shot or any other shot?
3: Well, yeah, that's a great question. So you're saying that the, um, that the mothers with the compromised immune system then are much more likely to have a child that's susceptible for the autism from the viruses.
5: And, and cancers, childhood pediatric cancers skyrocketing.
3: Right. Mm. Correct. Isn't is good. Okay.
5: And if they wear the mask right now, they will get sick. It's oh. these kids. It's it's the people with chronic fatigue. The mask is driving. It's not COVID. You know, it's not the virus. The, you know, the virus isn't transmitting. It's We all know it's not the virus. The CDC, as you said, on page 39 of that document, just admitted it. They don't have it. It's, that's not transmitting. That's not what PCR is detecting. It's detecting uh, gene expression on chromosome 8 that's a stress response gene. So we're, we're literally, we literally fabricated this whole thing to cover up you know, 40 years of crimes, we denied there was, you know, the chronic fatigue syndrome was an infectious disease or multiple sclerosis or ALS. Those are all in the National Institute of um, Neurological Disorders and Stroke. Why aren't they in Tony Fauci's Infectious Disease in, uh, Institute? Ah, you know, it starts to show why they did this to me, you know, you know, and, and, and other people, Elaine DeFridis isolated, um, there at the Wistar, you know, so it it goes back to racketeering, you know, back 100, 100 years, 70 years, at at least, um, and, and she isolated a virus in the, in the 80s,
2: um, and then, (laughs) yep. You're on another roll. (laughs) I I do, We have to take these huge bites and digest them. Uh There's so much information. You just got to digest it mouthful by mouthful. And I know that Timothy is dying to ask you some questions. Yeah, sure. and we have some callers. Let's do it. I'll, so I'll try forgive to be short. me if I'm rude. <laughs> no, that's
5: okay, and I'll try to be short because I don't see you, and normally an audience I can see when when I've answered a question or not. So um, I'm I'm severely compromised today. I've um, just
0: been sick all day. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, wish you well, but none of our eyes are rolling. Believe us, it, it's uh, <laughs> we're just we're, no, we're just fascinated. running out of time with the, <laughs> with the show, and uh, you know we just have too many questions to ask ask you. One of the questions that I'd like to jump in with very quickly is, you know, we've been researching this. We, the hosts, have been show, researching this subject for for months, and you know, clearly that that's nothing on what what you've been doing in through your throughout your career, but. I believe I have a handle on what's going on and understanding for sure. Uh, that's yeah. not to say that I'm I'm in any way, you know, qualified as, as you are. But one of the questions that I have relates to around me in, 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 you know, everyday life. There are people who still don't get what's going on. They don't understand it. They haven't smelt the coffee as I have so many times. And even today, I had a conversation with, with somebody who said, you know, Tim, you, you keep on you know telling these people this information on the radio show and you, you say you have this research and you talk to these people who have these opinions. But then why are the hospitals full of people? The corridors are brimming with people with COVID-19. And I said, well, I, I, I'm not a doctor, but what I believe is that these people have been wrongly diagnosed. They've taken an RT-PCR test, probably, and they believe they have Uh, COVID-19 and they may well just have another coronavirus as we all have many coronaviruses in our body and they're probably hanging around because they believe they have it when actually probably at worst, you know, three or four or 5% of them have it. What, what would be your answer? I mean, I'm just speculating, but what would be your, your answer to, you know, this, this friend of mine that asked me this today?
5: Yeah. um, Well, the hospitals, number one, aren't brimming. My nurses and doctor friends say they're empty the cancer patients can't go there but your friend is ex- in but the mask is activating the virus the expression of lots of coronaviruses and retroviruses as we've discussed and so you will test positive we are under stress if we wear the mask and if you get the if you get the influenza vaccines you're just injecting those coronaviruses and the elderly will die from flu vaccines and the CDC and everybody else this year there was no other disease then COVID nineteen, so there's no question people are dying, but not from that virus.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, the hospitals I'm referring to are allegedly. Again, I've not actually been there, seen it, witnessed it, but uh, there I'm talking about Southwest Turkey uh, in Izmir, for example. There are some many large hospitals there which apparently are reported to be full. But um, you know that that's very interesting. So that the mask is a catalyst to bring out the worst in us.
6: Yeah,
5: the mask Uh, is actually making us sick Yeah, and spreading the disease.
0: One other question along a similar line is in terms of my my phraseology, a catalyst. Do you think there is any uh, weight behind the effects of 5G or 4G or any of these uh, radio frequencies? Do you think that could also be a catalyst to activate or to bring some sickness to life in our bodies?
5: Yes, because it separates it at the 5G, that frequency separates hemoglobin um from iron and iron in the form of ferritin in the blood above 3000 will turn on the same inflammatory signature as COVID-19. So glyphosate, the Roundup, the, t- the other environmental toxins and 5G actually combine to make these things a perfect storm. That's why the the big cities and the people getting sick. And again, yes, the people are going to get sick and and they're, they're going to be coughing lots of viruses right through that mask and suffocating themselves and, and inhaling, um, asphyxiating and compromising their immune system. So they're getting sick. They're killing themselves. And 5G mm. is helping. So it's and think self-fulfilling about the hospitals. Yeah, think about the hospitals and the ICUs. All the, all the 5G, all the internet, is self-fulfilling prophecy. The same thing's true on airplanes wear the mask. go above the low ozone later you're exposed to ra- radiation and you're sitting in a in a metal box with a million cell phones or 300 and a wireless internet um yeah oxidative stress deplete glutathione de- deplete in- immunity type 1 interference, lots of viruses people don't get sick on planes from from other people Um, they get they get sick on planes because they immune suppress themselves and it's it's coming from within and i think dr andy kaufman and all those who are talking about the exosomes and you know exosomes are just expression you know molecular carriers of the signals to to prevent the immune system they're danger signals when you whenever you have viruses in the blood iron is not supposed to be in the blood in the form of ferritin and high levels. That means you have a coagulopathy. That means you have a bleeding um, disorder. Um, and, and again, it's just deriving hypoxia inducible factor is, a, is, a, is like throwing a blowtorch on a cancer. And that, fa- that factor will turn on in two seconds in a mask.
0: Well, that's, uh, that, that just really joins another whole subject we've been discussing over the last few months as well. And, uh, you know, it's something we've suspected And uh, now you've laid it out on the table. Yeah, so what is the solution to all of this? I mean, clearly bringing awareness is something you've been doing for for many years to to doctors and to people. That's what we're also trying to do with this show is to to bring awareness to people. But uh, ultimately, do you think that we can bring these criminals to trial? Do you think there's a way of doing that?
5: Well, yes, I think. uh, And and, and I think... um, uh, um, David Martin, in in an interview, that's why I mentioned Brian Rose. He on freedomplatform.tv, David Martin forward slash Martin. Um, he talked about how the Attorney General Barr here um, could could literally arrest the head of Moderna and Fauci tomorrow for for what they've been doing since two thousand and three. We we could, um, you know, stop all of this, you know, right now. Within that's why the education, that's why showing people the data, that's why pe- showing people that they're killing you with the mask. Then you'll be able to arrest Newsom and others. These are crimes against humanity.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. And I think that what we're starting to see is, is really a great awakening and... You know, while while you're on it, you've obviously been through an incredible endurance test through your life, through your career. How did you feel when you saw 1.5 plus million people in Berlin take the streets in Berlin without masks a few weeks ago? You must. Oh, have- that
5: was that was fabulous. Yeah uh just everyone. i mean just i was i was thrilled we translated um plague of corruption in, into german one of the one of the victims of the plague of corruption did it for us for free um and just 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 amazing and just to hear Bob, bobby kennedy junior's speech and um just all the speeches it just that that galvanized we we're, we we're seeing it worldwide and now we have i think it was the um Barrington Declaration, or something like that, that we've thousands of doctors have signed, saying end this, end this, end this. So we have the opportunities with Rocco and those legal movements in Canada and worldwide. Um, we we do have a chance for a real great awakening and and hope because we know how to fix it. So, you know, we know their curative strategies. So I was I was really encouraged by Berlin and then encouraged by what President Trump said. See, we don't have to fear this. We got great immune systems and we got great therapeutics. and, And, you know, I'm and I'm making those available to people. So I I feel like if we can you know, just wake people up before they kill us all. Um, (laughs) We're going to enjoy health like we've never um, had before, really, in my lifetime.
0: Well, thank you so much. I mean, there are so many questions I have, and I'm just very conscious in the background. I'm looking to see because we had numerous callers, and we're just trying to see which one can come (laughs) online, first of all.
2: (laughs) I had a question you were talking about all these effects of those who've already been vaccinated and what's going to happen to them. So what recourse do they have in the meantime? What can they do to prevent being, you know?
5: Oh, lots, um, you know, number one, just don't wear a mask. You know, because they've got a medical condition and and they're perfectly legal and they're exempted from all of them. You know, uh, if if somebody forces you wear that clear plastic shield of glory, which I will do to remove stress,
2: we can put uh, a link to that on the page correct and and um you know
5: hydroxychloroquine you know uh, type one interferons low dose um zinc once a month you know the half-life of hydroxychloroquine is is 22 days so you really only need one pill every 20 days and then it's in and, and zinc and uh, take really good nutritional supplements eat clean food get vitamin d get vitamin c quercetin is is a natural you know so we always i I always use um, with clients, with people, um, the, the products of, of my friend Chris Shade at quicksilverscientific.com. They've got a spray glutathione. They've got some cannabis therapies that are sprays broad spectrum, so they're legal everywhere. These help us heal, these help calm our brains, these help stop the neuroinflammation. They have something called push-catch detox, which is which is a formulation. That that will help you burn ketones and take the stress off your mTOR, your energy pathway so there's a lot of things we can do and we can we can use functional diagnosis, diagnostic tests to actually show which pathways are blocked and which drugs are bad for certain people so we can do personalized precision medicine, that company's called Breakthrough Genomics, my friend Dr. Mary Beth Rain so we have got a lot of solutions um, and, and I'm using losing them and I'm living proof because I zero converted to um, the XMRVs and was making whopping amounts of virus in 2010 and I'm still perfectly well and without MECFS uh, or or lung disease or lung cancer which I'm prone to get will probably get and this Judy, is what we cannot I th- wear
2: I think yeah. we've got our got a caller okay. here would good, you good, like good. to John are you on Hello John can you unmute? Okay. I see him there. Jay. I see him there too. Might but he is muted. muted. It says he he's says unmuted. He's unmuted. unmuted. Hmm. Well, that's a false alarm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to interrupt you. you no, well, that's just- okay.
5: That's um if if John types his question or somebody types his question, I can see him there. We could answer it, but um Um, Yeah, that's all I'm really saying is there's great hope and we and we have the technologies and that's why we keep educating. That's why, you know, um, we wrote the books, you know, the mass book. It's very, very simple. We you know, and people when they see it, they're like, oh, okay. so we're empowering doctors with the tools. We just can't take away their vaccines so that we give them solution. We give them natural vaccines, natural products. Um, There's a lot of great work going on in this area. Area. Um, this is my new friend Isaac Golden over in, I believe it's Australia, you know, working with no sods and, and things like that. So just, uh, you know, these strategies for, have been existed and used successfully.
0: Well, okay, well okay. Let, let's make good use of the time we have left. Yes. Now. So we're on the countdown for the end of the show. Uh, Annette, do you have any questions that you'd like to, to Judy to you know, what is the goal state? How can we help you with your cause, Judy?
5: Well, that's what you're doing right now is bring, is bringing the information to an audience and hopefully an understandable way. As, um, I, I can get back on the show another time and be specific, but just to tell everyone, you know, you know not to wear the mask and not to get another shot. You know if 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 nobody gets the flu shot and nobody wears a mask and we all take them off and say we're educated and we see that they're making us sick. If we if we just, you know, trust each other, that's what that's what you can do for us is just get the word out because that's that's what we're here for. That's all I live for is to, you know, just see this end <laughs> it, um
2: Well, I like that you mentioned in your mask book that you had the images, the illustrations for each step. And I'd I'd like to help in some way to get that out.
5: Yeah, so the um, the mass book it's available everywhere, Amazon, all major booksellers. It's been out since about the middle of August. It only costs like six or seven dollars in the paperback version. So for the price of a cup of coffee, you can buy like a dozen of them and leave them at coffee shops, leave them in schools, leave them, give them to the teachers. Have these students give these, you know, teach the kids. I literally did that with my um, daughter in law. Gave them to their seven and eight year olds. These, this book is the easiest, quickest. takes about an hour to read it, and and in the in the the cartoons are indelible. The kids understand the masks are dangerous. By the time they finish,
2: we definitely should be giving them to the teachers yeah. and the and the school boards, and so that they can't say, "Oh, we didn't know." Correct. <laughs> say, look, we're going to hold you liable if right. you don't start protecting our children. Right.
6: Oh, Dr. Judy, can you hear me? Yes. There you are, John. Okay. okay, anyway, there's all kinds of problems on Skype. Something's going on. But uh, yes. great show. I've got your book, Dr. Judy. I've been following your work for a long time. My quick question is about um, the question of isolating the COVID virus. Uh, some people, you know, Many people are saying it hasn't been isolated. And I'm looking at an electron microscope image right before me that supposedly it says made available by... Um, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, color enhanced by them, Fort Dietrich. And, you know, it's, I sent them actually to Cynthia uh, and Natta uh, and Tim. Uh, uh-huh. And are there, what am I looking at? It, it says it's from Fort Dietrich. Is there, I mean, it looks sort of like the pictures um, of, of the virus. No, yeah.
5: You're almost certainly looking at an electron micrograph um, from, you know, the Vero monkey kidney cells. So what we're talking about is isolate it from the sick people and satisfy Koch's postulates or Hill's criteria that he show it to be infectious and transmissible. That's why I say I isolated the virus from the saliva in the sick people with HIV AIDS because asymptomatic people aren't going to be coughing that virus. Prove it to me. Prove that virus is in the saliva, not an amplification of a million times of noise and a tenth of the virus so yeah they're showing you pictures electron micrographs of, of coronaviruses from monkey cells from the manufacturing facility they grow these viruses in um, uh, and, and again in some of the pictures I've seen they're not budding viruses budding from the cells they look like busted up exosomes and pieces of cellular debris so um, you know the, that that's the problem so so they're rendering this image in the spike proteins and what it's supposed to look like but you need to take that virus and semi purify it away and and then it's an envelope virus so the envelope is cellular proteins and then simply um and then simply show it to be infectious and transmissible in families. And it's simply not been done. It's what we did in 2009 with the XMRVs. It's what Luc Montagnier did with LAV lymphadenopathy virus from the, you know, the, the people infected the French airline flight attendants and, and some others of his HIV AIDS patients. And we got the virus from the same patients. And, and you could show it infects other human cells. These are all the things you have to do. None of this has been done.
6: Okay, thank you very much. I sent uh, Cynthia and Tim the picture I'm referring to so they can forward it to you if you're interested. Oh, Uh, sure.
5: I want to see what it looks like. I'll tell you if it's exosomes or, you know, it's not you know budding um, and and what the cells are. They're not human cells. You've got to get it out of the people with the disease.
6: Yeah, I mean, it looks like the the drawings I've seen and it looks to be outside of cells, like five or six of these little things that look like... Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, okay, great show. I really appreciate your work. Uh, You're doing, you really educated me on the masks, and I'm going to get your book on the masks and share it with other people too. Thank you. I appreciate it, John. Right.
2: Thank you, John. Right. So, Dr. Judy, we are in the last bit of the show, and um, this has been a really powerful experience for me, and I'm excited that you've been able to provide several concrete ways in which we can deal with this question. And you're giving us the tools with that mask book, how to speak intelligently about it and share the information in a way that even our school children can understand. You are certainly a pioneer for all of us. And I want to thank you on behalf of the hosts here, but also on behalf of our planet, really, because this information has to go out and There are a few brave souls, and you are one of them. I count myself really honored to have this opportunity to talk with you and get your insights, and I look forward to what kind of collaboration we're going to do in the future. So, everyone, you've been listening to the other side of the news, and our guest tonight is the fabulous Dr. Judy Mikovits. Co-hosts are Timothy Saunders, Annette Driscoll, and myself, Kinthea. And a bunch of kitties running in the background. (laughs) Good night, all.